<laughs> All right. So last night, Matt's in the bathroom, you know, in our one bathroom home. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, relaxing and I farted. Mm-hmm. And it felt, felt a little wet. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. It was a little un- unsafe. I trusted that fart. And I had to wait for him to leave the bathroom. <laughs> so I could waddle in there with my cheeks clenched. <laughs> and um, he was like, why are you walking like that? <laughs> I may but have any- shot my pants. But uh, the the end of the story is it was okay. I didn't poop myself. Mm-hmm. Good. It was just on my period. <laughs> oh, same thing. So it was real gushy. <laughs> Period is just poop from your vagina. <laughs> Welcome to the Bouncy Broadcast, everyone. Hi, I'm Jenny. I'm Lauren. <laughs> My boyfriend just turned off this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Good, now we can talk shit about him. He actually said he wanted to come on the show and talk about something. Oh. And he said it yesterday. And I said, are you sure? And he's like, maybe not tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking pussy. Like, because before I say, hey, we're going to have Matt on as a guest. I want to make sure that you want to do it. Commit. That's right. Go Plus, he's going to have out. to set up like a headphone splitter and all kinds of shit. And he doesn't. We, ha- like doing we have a splitter. Oh. We have another mic. We just have to put it in the board. See, that's that's where they get you. We <laughs> could do it. We could do that. <laughs> I do if... want him to be on the show again. Yeah, we've got stuff to talk about with him. There's a story that we were going to tell. Like, what was it like a fucking like, year ago? I feel like it's been a year. Yes. Yes. I think it's been over a year. We'd have to look in the Trello and see when that got. A- Can we tell when that got added? Um, I think probably so. <laughs> July 2nd, 2020. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So that has been over a year. Wow. Well, let's not tease that too much. Yeah. <laughs> Build it up. <laughs> oh, so I th- I thought we talked about this before, but then I realized that, again, this has been on the agenda for, like, weeks and weeks, and for whatever reason, it keeps getting put off. But, like, I started listening to a new podcast. I don't know how it came up, but Spotify recommended it, I think. I think. I don't know why, but it's cool. Um, It's called Edith, and it's, um, it's kind of like an audio drama type of thing, like... It's a, you know, it's like a callback to like 1930s, 1940s radio. I'd say close to, I'd say close to a radio play, but with less Foley art. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, scripted, scripted drama podcast. Yes. Um, so basically the premise is, it says it's about the first female president. I'm like, oh, well, this is intriguing. And then I look at the description and it's about Edith Wilson, who is Woodrow Wilson's wife. And I knew this story that, um during his time in office he had a stroke and he was incapacitated for a while and she basically just stepped in and didn't tell anybody that he he wasn't doing any of this shit she's just forging his name left and right and shit so they kind of took that premise 
and ran with it. And I think it's like eight episodes of like her adventures as pretending to be president. And um, I can't remember if I like my brain is half awake right now. Rosamund Pike, who was on the, the movie that we talked about a while back. I care a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, we didn't have a very high opinion of that movie, but she mm-hmm. was great <laughs> and she was great in this. So I highly recommend it. Um, you know, I don't like talking about the, the big name podcasts. Like they don't need our help. They don't need our five listeners to. <laughs> I had, I had some problems with the podcast myself. <laughs> My biggest problem is that it called itself a comedy podcast. Yes. <laughs> because it's not a comedy. Like it, they're it, acting like, oh, isn't it goofy? She was the first yes. first lady or the first female president. And she's there are, not. There are funny moments. There's but funny not, moments. I would not call it a comedy. There's a lot of comic relief provided by Edith Wilson's best friend, Trudy, mm-hmm. and uh, the vice president. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some there's some great voice actors in it. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, I mean, I, I, I listened to it the whole way through and I thought it was interesting. Um, parts of it kind of annoyed me, mostly the ads. Um, yes, <laughs> they just jam an ad right into the middle of the story. Yeah. And uh... um, but while I was listening to that, I was listening to another history podcast. Um, and this one, I felt like told a story so much better. Mm. Uh, and it's called World's Greatest Scam, and it's done by uh, Brian Brushwood and uh, Justin Robert Young, who are the hosts of uh, what is now called Great Night. It's been they've gone through several iterations of their podcast before that they do as a comedy show. Um, but World's Greatest Scam is about this plot in World War II um, that the UK had to. Uh, trick the Nazis into thinking they were invading one island when they were actually planning a bigger invasion in a different part of the Mediterranean, trying to throw off the Nazis. And the old Nazi switcheroo. Ian Fleming was involved with writing and devising. Yeah, the the creator of James Bond. He was involved with creating this plot and it involved all these different multifacets. And uh, what I love about it most is that it starts with the host, Brian Brushwood, talking about the time that he was scammed as a, a younger guy, like, you know, late teens, early 20s. These guys came up to him saying that uh, they worked at a nightclub and the manufacturer had actually shipped too many um, speakers for their sound system um, and that they were either going to send it back or they could sell it to him right for right. really cheap and he was totally in on it thinking oh wow these are obviously stolen but they're really good speakers i'm gonna pay like two hundred dollars for like one thousand dollars worth of stereo equipment right right and after he does it he finds out through somebody else who's like oh you fell for that scam the scam is the speakers are junk it's really shitty audio equipment that's worth like under a hundred bucks. So do they put them in and a, they, the case of a better speaker? Like, um, were they like either, either that or there's no casing at all. Okay. But anyway, the point was 
the the whole thing behind it is you can't con an honest John, meaning if you're already honest and you think the deal's too good to be true, you're going to walk away because the cons are making you think that this is stolen good oh, equipment yeah, that yeah, you're yeah, getting you're on the cheap. Something. Yeah, right. So it, he relates everything going through the scam put together in World War II back to his own life. <laughs> but he relates it all back to his own life. And uh, the, the way it's told was a really interesting look at history, which also is probably slightly dramatized. I'm sure. Just like Edith was. But told in a way that I felt like was much more like... And of course, like I like scripted dramas, but it was just something and I was listening to them both at the same time because they were coming out weekly right around the same time. And I was just so much more drawn to the world's greatest scam. Right. You know, uh, it just felt it's interesting. Like there was a a sincerity to it. And I mean, it's not like he was there. It's not like he was there with the, the military devising this plot or anything. But it just felt like a much cooler way to tell a story. Yeah. I at um, the beginning of Edith, I was kind of like, well, whatever. Uh, it took me a while to even get to it. But by the time I got to about halfway through, I was like, I need to know. I, I need to hear more. And I was yeah. listening to it, like a lot. Um, speaking of scams, though, Haley turned me on to this YouTube channel that probably everybody knows about. I'm probably like the last person in the entire world to have seen anything from it. This guy's name is Kit Boga. Yes. And he just sits there and like keeps people like scammers will call him and he'll keep them on the phone as long as possible. The one I watched the other day was um, he pretended to be a grandma named Shirley or something. And like, <laughs> oh, oh, I need to go get these gift cards for my grandson. Uh-huh. And oh, I think the robots are listening to me. <laughs> oh, beep, bop, boop, bop, beep, bop. <laughs> I was yeah. fucking dying. Uh, it, it's long, but like it's the kind of thing like a podcast. If you're just sitting there at work and need some entertainment on in the background, it's perfect. I think Kit Boga also has some compilations that he's done. Of okay. just like the the like if you look through his channel, there should be some that are like the moments when the scammer loses it. Yes. So what's so great about Kit Boga? He takes these numbers that people have called from like people give him the numbers like hey i keep getting these voicemails from a guy who says i owe the irs money or i keep getting this message from you know this saying that i want a free apple computer and he gets back in touch with them pretends to be an old person that these predatory scammers go after i was wondering how he totally fucks how he became a scammer magnet like how yeah how how is all these scammers targeting him i think most of them is he's contacting them back from like the voicemails and things like that that are left yes um similar to this other guy he was on tiktok as deborah smokes i think he's on instagram now as deborah smokes he was a TikToker that was showing he was scamming basically like the the Nigerian prince scammers mm-hmm. who like contact women and are like, I want to marry you. You know, like what we'd see catfishing on 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. He created an old lady Facebook account to attract these men and then oh. ba- lash back out at them and was putting his videos up on TikTok. And he got deleted from TikTok for bullying. I remember you mentioning this a while mm-hmm. back. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he's just on Instagram now. 
he's on Instagram and he, he, he you can friend his old lady Facebook accounts. Um, and he like friends. posts screenshots of the, the messages back and forth. And then every once in a while, one of them will get um, will get banned or get blocked from Facebook for a certain amount of time, like gets put in Facebook right. jail. Mm-hmm. And like they're like he hit like the post to be like offer prayers for my daughter, Ruby Jean. But what's the best about how he gets his pictures, like his main Facebook account for the longest time, just had a picture of Helen Mirren as the (laughs) as the profile picture. And these scammers are just coming after him, not knowing. Um, But how he gets a lot of his uh, Facebook pictures, he does the gender swap filter. And then ages up because he's young. He's, you know, maybe early 20s, mm-hmm. late teens and ages them up to different ages. Like, so right. he has like the one account that's like, this is me. And then he'll be like my granddaughter. And he spells daughter, D-O-T-T-E-R. <laughs> <laughs> that one that's just gem- gender swapped and younger and just puts all this stuff all over social media. It's really hilarious. I'm sad for him that they took down his TikTok. He was trying to do some stuff on YouTube. Because YouTube mm-hmm. wasn't removing it, but the YouTube it just isn't. It's just not the same vibe the as same that TikTok. format. Yeah, yeah, it's just totally yeah. different. I'm gonna. But go I'll look put links up. to that. Yeah, uh, the name is Deborah Smokes. But if you want to follow any of it, come to our uh, come not to our broadcast.com. Yes, that website that Jenny just <laughs> said. <laughs> come to mouthybroadcast.com. Click on this show, and you'll see our show notes. Yes. Because every week we put effort into those show notes where if we're talking about something, we always have a link to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In so that you, link. No go excuse. To it. Do your own research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I'm sure you've seen the Lumi ads. We've talked about Lumi on this show. Yeah. I, I'm yeah, a fan we talked, of it. You tried that. You tried that Lumi deodorant. Didn't we do a video trying the deodorant? Yes, you did. When we did the, uh, that was when I was at your house and we did the Missy videos. Yes. (laughs) We were still still trying to social distance in the house. Didn't work. That's fine. Um, so they've always had kind of boundary pushing advertisements. Yeah. Like they've had some where like, you know, they, the first ones I ever saw were like the lady singing and it was very like, it just very attention grabbing and everything. Um, and they, their ads have been getting progressively weirder. Um, I saw one that was like the smell from your vagina. doesn't come from your vagina. It comes from your butt. And it's like arrows pointing at the butt and whatever. And it's like, you know, stop putting things in your vagina to clean it out. (laughs) Like it just, it's on the outside, put deodorant there, use our product. Okay. So then, then they came out with a body wash. Ah, and I saw an ad for this that I was like, this is too fucking much, even for me. (laughs) They're like, there's a lady in the shower. She suds up her, the soap and it's like, check to see if your soap really works. Suds up your hands, stick them in your butt crack, pull them up, give them a sniff. See if your soap works. If your hands smell like ass, your soap's not working. And I'm like. Is it too much to admit that that's how I wash my butt? (laughs) Do you smell it, though? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I make sure the smell's gone. 
I mean, there's nothing too much to admit on this show. I don't stick my fingers in my butthole. <laughs> yeah, but don't I, put soap in your butthole. And I only use a washcloth in my butt crack if it's my last day of a host, hotel stay, as we, as yes. we have discussed before. Mm-hmm. My home washcloths don't get put up my butt crack. But my hands do, because I can keep washing those and get mm-hmm. smell yes. off right away. Yes. I mean, but, I wash my butt crack, but I just don't give it a sniff afterwards. I do just like if I'm feeling real stinky. So usually what I do is I get all washed. I spread my cheeks in the shower head. Mm-hmm. Then I put some soap there like at the top and let it drip down into it. And then I rinse it. Oh, and like a then, yeah, and then. Yeah. Right. And then I suds up my hands and use my hand in my butt crack. And then I just kind of go and make sure it's all clean. Okay. That at makes the end. sense. At the end. Because at the beginning, of course, you're going to still smell. Right. Because it's right. not fully washed. Right. You know, and I try and I don't want to get my hands covered in poo. <laughs> you know, I got to yeah. rinse off the residue before I put my hand in there. I just go on faith that <laughs> the soap is working because I have the I have the shower head that disconnects from the thing. So I take it and like, like I'm that's why I like the the shower head, honestly, because then you don't have to worry about spreading your butt cheeks far enough yeah. apart. You just put it underneath uh-huh. and hose it off. Spray the undercarriage. <laughs> like and how you, we're talking about it in car wash terms. And you got that bidet too. Yes. Yeah, but sometimes you know, like you just you still need soap. Like the bidet's of not. Of bidet, course, bidet's not going to work for everything. No, the bidet doesn't have soap in it. <laughs> Don't act like that's enough. No, no. I swear, though, like, since I got the bidet, I feel like I need to go back to, like, butt wiping 101. If I go to, like, a place, if I go on vacation and there's not a bidet, I'm like, I got to use, like, more than three pieces of toilet paper? What the hell's wrong? (laughs) Like, I I forgot how to wipe my ass. See, that's too much to admit on the show. I do hate wiping my ass anywhere outside of my house. Yeah. Because you never know how much paper you have and like what's the quality you know, of it? Yeah, the quality of the paper, like how much do I have to wad it up so that my finger doesn't push through it? And we got it some be... real bobo toilet paper that like shreds up. Like I don't know if I have sandpaper ass, but like I use this stuff and it like shreds. It's it's like there's lint that comes with little fucking toilet paper balls yeah get little shards up in your butt i've heard that there are strippers who wipe with paper towels to avoid that Mm. wow those shards out of their butt crack i mean i guess you would have to you got to do something if you're about to spread your butt cheeks for everybody like you need to keep that shit clean Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my god fuck the show Uh, so um where do we go from that <laughs> well something i've been catching up on some tv this weekend um okay. one of my favorite shows just came back after being on a long hiatus after covid well you know oh. during covid so um the show is called billions it's a showtime series it's very good but this isn't the purpose of of that the purpose is the show did and and something that they've always done is 
they start filming the season before they're like 100% done writing and writing the episodes. Mm -hmm. So like they start releasing episodes before they're done filming everything. Holy shit. That's ballsy. Yeah. So in 2020, they had half a season done and then had to stop middle of the way through the production um, because of COVID. They got shut down probably, I think, in February because they're, you know, West Coast uh, filming company. Mm, I don't know. They definitely have scenes in New York, but it's hard to tell like what's on location and what's a sound studio. So who knows? Um, but in any case, they shut down in the middle of releasing this and they've suddenly come back now after a year and a half hiatus. Mm-hmm. And first of all, one of the stars, Paul Giamatti has lost like 50 pounds and shaved his beard. <laughs> <laughs> And like no time has supposedly have passed between this and that. Right. Um, but it's really interesting to see what they've cleaned up and swept up because I think the other thing is they've kind of had this realization of, we don't know how much longer we're going to be allowed to film mm. is what it seems like. So I, I well, And I think, you know, like here we are in this age where, because of the way content is produced and released, you're less likely to just get something cut off and not renewed out of nowhere. Right. So like, whereas, you know, think about like 15 years ago, Deadwood, when Deadwood got canceled, they thought they were going to have two more seasons. And then all of a sudden they didn't. Mm -hmm. And they had this whole season of waste with just weird side plots that nobody cared about that didn't need to be in there when they could (laughs) have finished it up. Maybe that's why I couldn't get into it. I was just like, I don't, Okay, I don't know where this is going. So Deadwood was good, like, and then the last season just ended, and then they tried to do this movie last year, and it was like, what was the point of that? Uh, Nobody. That's how I felt. I didn't care about that movie that came back out. Anyway, that's not, again, back to the point. So to explain away Paul Giamatti's beard, (laughs) one of his colleagues just walks in and is like, I like the new look. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm still getting used to it. And then obviously they've lost some filming locations mm-hmm. uh, because another throwaway line was, Hey, Axe, nice that you've moved back into the country house. <laughs> They're just in a random house we've never seen before. And they just refer to it as being back in the country, house. back in the country house. Yes. Yeah. I never liked this place much, but it's growing on me now. It's nice and isolated from the COVIDs. <laughs> well, that's the, they're not mentioning COVID in the show yet. Right. Which I wonder if they will, like they do put some realistic things in there and it's all about uh, the stock market. So they, mm-hmm. they could play that up if they wanted to, but it's probably too much to get into. They yeah. have so much that they need to clean up. They're probably just going to not mention it. But another thing that they're doing a lot of is filming like FaceTime conversations, which they Mm. never did before. And it's just seems to be a device of, oh, we couldn't get everybody in the same room at the same time because not everybody is the same availability anymore. And we're kind of rushed to get this done. Let's just have them on a Skype call. Yeah, that's smart. I think my favorite thing was at the end of the mid season, Paul Giamatti's character was dating Juliana Margulies. Not really a spoiler, not a big deal if you haven't seen the show yet. 
Uh, God, I can't believe you gave that away. Juliana Margulies is about to be in another new series, which has obviously been filming already. So they explain away their breakup with one line, which you could tell it was ramping up to be a big subplot. Oh. And it's just, yeah, we just decided it wasn't going to work out. (laughs) That's it. All character gone. Conscious uncoupling. And then there's another, uh, another, uh, it was a relationship, but it was also kind of like intertwined with other stuff where that character's just gone. Uh, like they, they gave it a good reason. They wrote in a good script and now he's gone, but they've done all of this to just put the focus back on the main plot of the show, which is basically one hedge funder against a state's attorney and the back and forth that they do to fuck with each other. Okay. And they had all these different things going on that were going to lead back into it. Now it's like, okay, let's just get back to the focus of the show. The money. So yes, let's get back to that money. Billions, if you will. Billions. <laughs> I wonder oh, if this show had balloons. <laughs> no wonder I never watched it. Billions. But it's, <laughs> It's just interesting to see how Hollywood is dealing with having to come back in the middle of a pandemic and, okay, what are we going to do to fix this? Okay, we don't have these shooting locations. We don't have this actress. And what if we get shut down next year? Right. Because, hey, the pandemic's not over. (laughs) Right. Go figure. Yeah. So, and hopefully you can do what you can to keep those actors in a bubble. You know, yeah, with vaccines and testing and isolation, mm-hmm. and then you know keep the ship running as smoothly as possible. Yeah, um, and what's cool is so they're this they've got just a few more episodes, and then they're going to have the quote unquote season finale. But they're not going to stop filming for the next season that's going to come out in. I guess it'll be early twenty twenty. I mean, I guess you almost have to just because, like, if you if it's safe to record to film things. Go ahead yeah. and keep doing it. If you have the shit written, just do it. Mm-hmm. So what we do in the shadows just came back also. Yes. Uh, I've been enjoying that. It's that show is so good. I actually it's had so a friend funny. message me out of the blue the other day. And it's like, don't you watch that show? What we do in the shadows. And I was like, yes. And they were like, should I watch it? And I'm like, <laughs> you should stop whatever you're doing right this very minute. <laughs> And start watching the show. Yes, absolutely. And I was like, you know, you should watch the movie if you can also. You don't have to, but you get some Easter eggs that pay off. And just because the fact that, like, I feel like I haven't been talking up the show enough, I feel like I need to mention it again. Because if somebody had to ask me, like, should I watch this? Yes, you fucking should. (laughs) Um, The weird thing for me is that, like, since I watched season two... And in that break, that's when we watched Toast of London. Oh. And so we watched a whole bunch of other Matt Berry shit. So now when I watch what we do in the shadows, it's just Toast. It's just Matt Berry. It's mm-hmm. it's Matt Berry as Matt Berry as yeah. a vampire. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I don't even care because he's fucking fantastic. Yes. Oh, God. It's so good. It's so good. Love the show. Yeah. No, I've I've definitely been enjoying that new uh, that new season too. 
Uh, Everything comes out all at once. I know. Like we had such a TV desert for so long. And um, something I'm excited for, but it's only had the first episode. We'll see how it goes. The uh, the American Crime series, the uh, Ryan Murphy um, historical uh, series that he's done. He did one on OJ and one on Versace. They just oh, okay. came out with one on the impeachment. Ooh. And uh, Edie Falco was playing Hillary. Oh, shit. And, uh, Clive Owen is Bill Clinton. Beanie Fettelstein as uh, Monica Lewinsky. And the surprise casting is Sarah Paulson as Linda Tripp. And people are annoyed because they put Sarah Paulson in a fat suit. To play I, okay, listen, I don't know where my brain is, but I know Sarah Paulson. I know the name. Why do I know the name? Um, American Horror Story. Um, shit, what else? She's in a ton of shit. You'll recognize her when you see her. Oh, I'm thinking of Robert Paulson. Her Fight name Club. was Sarah Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else has she been in? Listeners are loving this. I know it. I know. Um, I was going to say, like, <laughs> uh, hey, let's um, just Google shit for five minutes. <laughs> That's entertaining. Oh, yeah, I know anyway, she is. Just Google, a, Google her. <laughs> y- yeah. She's a thin, pretty woman, and she's playing Linda Tripp. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I will definitely watch that. If um, you don't know who Sarah Paulson is, go to our show notes because she'll be there in the show notes i promise you i'm sure everybody's (laughs) like oh yeah okay cool (laughs) but it's just one of those things you know where people are like oh you couldn't just hire an actress who looked like her yeah to put her put beautiful sarah paulson in a fat suit why didn't they just get fucking scarlett johansson yeah she would have done it too yeah (laughs) um 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 oh so speaking of watching things Aren't you going to be watching something like today? Yes. <laughs> I think the show will come out next week, but I'm going to be doing an episode of Comic Cons with our friend and yours, Nick Stevens, on the movie Kate. You know, I have not even heard of this movie. I don't know anything about it. What It is about a female assassin. And I saw the preview back when Nick scheduled this with me like two months ago. But uh, I haven't watched the movie yet. <laughs> no time like the present. Yep. Right. So I'm going to be uh, watching that today. Oh, that's right. This is the one with my girlfriend in it. Oh, shit. Maria Bellucci? No, the, my other girlfriend. Oh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes. Catherine Masters, Antonio. Master. Penelope Master Miller. Commander. <laughs> Yes, I really wanted to do it, but like, I I need to draw a line in the sand against myself taking on any more projects, <laughs> anything like having to watch a movie even for fun is not something that I really have time for. And then I feel like I would just be distracted and like anxious to be on the show to sit and talk about it. So I don't know. I just I can't. I got so many fucking things to do. Look, this is me trying to be healthy for myself. It's time for (laughs) self-care. Yes. It's time for self-care. It's time for mental health awareness and all that. I will try to watch the movie so that when I listen to the episode, I could feel like I'm there with you. 
that could work. I like doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like doing that. And then you can text message Nick and I about what we talked about, and we can exactly. both have no idea what you're talking about. Because <laughs> you're like, I that's forgot. how it works. Because once you're, but here's what happens when Jenny and I record these right now. You're going to text us on Tuesday when you listen to this and say, oh, yeah, you were talking about Sarah Paulson. Who? Who? <laughs> oh, I got a story about Sarah Paulson. Who? I don't care. It's done. We'll be like, oh, we're, we're done talking about Sarah Paulson. We've I know some on. I know some Internet trolls that you guys maybe should follow. Why? What are you talking about? Yeah, we don't remember shit. Here's a history podcast you might like. But how is this relevant to my life and my interests? <laughs> yes. I have no idea what this is in reference to. Because as all. soon as this show is over. Totally forget. I totally demoralize myself. I've forgotten everything. Jenny doesn't even listen to it to edit it. No. I just look at the Trello board to make up the links that I put in the show notes. And even That's- then, I don't remember half of what we talked about. I take my entire brain out just before recording. I put it in a jar. I get my other brain out and put it in. It's like that spell in Harry Potter where she extracts the memories, except she doesn't just share them. She really takes them out and never looks at them again. Takes them out and flosses her butt crack with them. Yeah. <laughs> Floss That's your what butt crack with that. <laughs> we got to wrap this up. I, gotta... I think we're done. Yeah, we're done. We're I think done. We made it 45. So <laughs> yes. All right. Thanks for listening, we everybody. Made it 40, and that's close enough. We're Mouthy Broadcast, mouthybroadcast.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon at Mouthy Broadcast. You can call us at 757 C-U-N-T. See you next Tuesday, motherfuckers. You can join our Discord too and send us messages in there about. Stuff, stuff we talked about. Stuff that we don't remember. Yeah, we're not going to remember. <laughs>